Good morning, Patriots. And today is October 20th, Friday, in the year 2023. This has been a kind of an interesting morning because this is, was, not, was not able to be live streamed today uh, due to some corrections or problems on the Podbean platform, which I'm understanding there's a number of issues across the platform right now. And I am working currently with the technical support team and running some tests to see if we can isolate the problem, but super creepy too. I won't, I won't kid you. The sound that was coming out, and I did some some monitoring on the sound after we had, had over five attempts to get the show started this morning. Uh, literally sounds like backmasking on the like you hear it in the uh, audio industry when they do music, creepy crackling squealing sounds. Like, yep, that's it, brother. That's the demons coming. So not sure what all that's about. We'll keep you posted. But definitely wanted to get a show up so you all have this and we can pray into the things we need to pray into. And it's important. We're going to begin this morning just with a call out to one of our great sponsors. And obviously, right now, banking crises are real. Very real. The banks are not doing well. They're all trying to force us into a CBDC. And we know that. That's part of their master plan to get hold of literally everything they can. In fact, um, as we move forward, we know very well that the G20 has announced its plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on all the populations that use their banking system. And the central bank digital currencies allow the government to track every purchase you make. That's not even a question. So you need to be aware of that. And that includes your retirement money. And that's just it. They're trying to get total control of everything and hold control of it to ensure that you don't have any freedom. That's, you know, they say control the food, control the population, control the energy, control the nation, control the money, control the world. And that's ultimately what they're trying to do. So the biggest thing is they're trying to get you away from precious metals. And right now you need to make some moves to consider very seriously how you're going to protect your investment accounts like your IRAs and 401ks. So that's why we have Birch Gold. They've been with us for about a year. They're an incredible company. They've done a great service to Bars Nation and we're so deeply grateful for the work that they do offer to preserve wealth and to ensure that it's backed by precious metals. So what you need to do is text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. Again, that's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. And they're going to send you an info kit. And the info kit's going to talk to you about gold and precious metals backed IRAs. Then you can count, give them a call. The easiest way moving with them is if you have an existing IRA or 401k, they'll move it over to a precious metals backed uh, retirement account. And it's actually no cost to you, which is pretty amazing. So check it out. Head on over to, uh, or just te- text, I'm sorry, it's a website. It's, you just text BARDS, B A R D S, to 989898. You're going to get your free info kit and you give them a call. And you, you get yourself set up with a retirement account, a retirement account that is not vulnerable to this digital currency nonsense. It's really important to do that. And you should do it today. Well, Patriots, the thing that we are obviously dealing with on, on a broad spectrum is communication is leading the world to awakening. So just to kind of highlight how this morning started, it actually comes as no surprise to me. And if the problem persists, we'll pivot and find a solution. I mean, I'm not... It inconveniences lifestyles, but nonetheless, uh, it's always adapt and overcome. So just for your sake, I know it disrupts people's mornings. We enjoy coming together as a commun- uh, community. We have a great fellowship online. 
and I love it as much as you do. But don't be stressed about it. Just let's pray into it, and uh, let's keep our focus. There's this is a spiritual war, and and it's a war that's the spirit spiritual part is being driven by the truth and knowledge that we're raising up. So it's not something we should ever be surprised about. I'm also not surprised that last night in Bards FM we had Basil Baz as a show, and it was a great show. But it that show itself had been hacked and. And I think people ask are wondering sometimes, I've had the questions like, how do you know it was hacked? I know it was hacked because every time he mentioned keywords, the sound bottomed out. So people were asking, somebody was asking me yesterday, it's like, how do you, how do you know that that's being done and how is it being done? And so I'm not privy to the full scope of these systems, but I do know in the framework of how they work. There's keywords, and when a person is profiled, there's keywords that they say that are put into an AI and as that stream is coming out, now remember we were on Zoom when I did that, so that's a Chinese-created platform anyway. The certain in-between in these milliseconds, as these words are spoken, and as they're, as they're pushed out, then that there's a, they create just basically an audio blip, if you will. They just drop the transmission level of the sound, and it just blanks it out. So yesterday I literally had to go through, it took me three days on that audio edit to get the Basel interview to where it was correct and audibly strong. And it played well last night. If you haven't, um, if you have not listened to it, I'd highly encourage you to and take a look at it and, and listen to it because it is, it's an extremely powerful interview. It talks about the issues of child sex trafficking and the work that they are doing as a group, which is truly powerful. They are into the child rescue business. And that's something that um, we wanna continue to support in every way we can. That's gonna very much shape a lot of the direction of 2024, just so um, we're, we understand. This is, deliverance is a principal part of this ministry. And as literally as we rescue ourselves, we're being prepared to be able to rescue the children. That was the word given yesterday, which is very powerful. Basel's location for his site is recoveryofchildren.org. And I think there's a .com too. I think you can go recoveryofchildren.org and .com. I'm pretty sure. So check that out. But great site and great organization to support. So there's, like I said, no surprise that we didn't wake up this morning. With audio problems, I'm like, okay, here we go. So no problem. It's part of the game. And we're going to win this war not by complaining or being upset, but literally by praying against it and so forth. And there are other options if Podbean can't fix this problem. I'm not overly stressed. Though I do know that there's been some others. Jim Conley, The Conley Show, and Nikki have both had audio problems this week with Podbean. We'll see what Podbean does to fix it. Hard to say. I just got a message from Michelle that says, maybe God wants me to do video, and I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, mm, I don't know about this one. I'm not a video fan. I'll do it if I have to, but I I dislike the fact that video rely people watch the video and don't listen to the sound. They tune into video to be entertained. They don't listen to learn, and that's provable by statistics, mm -hmm. and so... For those of you that are out here cheering like, yay, 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 we're going to get more video? Probably not, just so I'm saying. I'll just put up a placeholder 
in because it really does. It's interesting how live streaming and all the audio podcast, everybody told me in the beginning it would not work. They said you can't be successful. And um, that's not, uh, does not prove true. In fact, it proves absolutely opposite of that. That the consumption rate and the, which is the amount of time people, which they call dwell rate or consumption rate, the amount of time that people spend on that podcast blows the stats right out of the water when it's a audio only podcast because people are listen and they're also able to do other things. The minute you put video up in front of people, and I'm not telling you I won't do any, but it definitely is not going to become a primary video push. People want to look at me or look at what's on the screen and they don't listen as well. Provable. Provable. As I, and I would argue, too, that, and I, I, I bet you could make this argument pretty soundly, that the intelligence level of the country declined the minute the TV came into play. Because before then, radio was there and people used their imaginations to fill in the blanks. Once TV came into play, the brain was being told how to think and how to see, and people declined and stopped thinking freely. Common sense went out the window, and we are here where we are today. So... One of the reasons I so love music and radio and so dislike video, even though I've done a lot of it. So it's interesting, isn't it? Well, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Uh, Father, we just want to come to you today humbled and blessed. And um, just going to begin with a prayer for this podcast today, Father. I don't know what's going on. We're just going to pray against any any sorcery, any witchcraft, any demonic activity. We break any chains and bonds that are around this podcast, and we claim authority over Bards FM podcast and in all the dominions that we're touching. We break the principalities of neg- of evil that are trying to proclaim themselves authority over this podcast, and we declare this podcast and all transmissions in and out of this podcast to be the authority of kingdom. We bless this podcast with a hedge of protection and protect it with the blood of Christ and continue to ensure that this online community has a place to come together to share the word and to share and expand the, the reach of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, in this moment, we also have a very important prayer today. And this is a prayer of, for a young child. And this is uh, the child's father's name is Ben. And I'm sorry, his father's child's name is Sam. And this child is um, dealing with issues of his lungs. He's um, had, he has visited two different pulmonologists, and they say that there's something wrong with his lungs, and it's the worst they've ever seen in their entire careers. He suffers from asthma. He has a hard time breathing. And as, a, as an issue, um, he's not getting better, and he's weakening. Father, our prayer team has prayed into this, and the Spirit has showed us that he, this young man has an anointing on him and that the demonic realm is doing everything they can to prevent that from happening. And they are there is a suffocation spirit that seems to have taken hold onto this young boy. So, Father, we begin by placing a hedge of protection around Sam's son. And that hedge of protection is grounded in the blood of Christ, anchoring infinitely down and infinitely up. And Father, now we pray in with just our hands up. We just pray into this child and we declare healing, total and absolute healing from head to toe to toe to head. And we pray in with the Holy Spirit will just flow through him. And Father, we declare any strongholds, any contracts made, spoken or, or unintended in the demonic realm are now broken. 
they're cast off and sealed, and they're placed at the foot of Jesus. And any demonic activity against this child is now forbidden. This child is a, is a property and control over um, the, the kingdom, and he is a child of the Most High. And so any attempt by demonic activity to continue to ch- harm this child, any demons will be cast to the feet of Jesus, and Jesus, you can deal with them as you wish. Father, we pray in life into this child, life, and we breathe life into his heart, life into his spirit, life into his soul, life into his body, life into his brain. We breathe life in him, Father, and we lift him up in Jesus. We just ask that you'll hold him and heal him and nurture him, and that all of these spell casts that the doctors are doing, that this is the worst case or this case, we break those bonds, we break those chains, we breathe life and restoration and healing into him. So, Father, we just... Pray that you lift this child up. He's a child and most one of the little ones that come into this world. And, Father, it's just a beautiful moment where we watch this child just being healed and nurtured and held in the arms of Jesus as we pray with Jesus, pray around him, pray life into him, and pray restoration healing. And, Father, we also, as we do this, there's a, there's a circle around this family of, of darkness. And so... There's some challenges that are going on in this family that you know, and I, I won't speak just for senses of, um, of care for this family, but there are some challenges that are floating around. And so, Father, we're, we're putting a hedge of protection around this entire family, and we're breaking off the chains of darkness that are trying to tear it apart, and we're breathing life into the family as well, because this is the demonic activity, not only going after the son, but the family. And we breathe life into that. We breathe the Holy Spirit in the heart of each member of the family. We just ask Jesus that you can just be there with the family, show your face, and bring the nurturing love that only you can bring. And the darkness and the evil that have wrapped around it, all contracts, all influence, all abilities to operate with this family is now broken and cast off. You have no more authority here. This family is now protected by the Most High. And again, we breathe life and we breathe Holy Spirit into this family for nurturing and healing and restoration. Literally, Father, to rescue, to heal, and to restore this family and to lift them up in the glory of God. Father, we just ask you to continue to bless them, and we ask that with your authority, we pray that there will be angels that come down, healing angels that will come down to heal the hearts, to heal the lungs, to literally heal. And there it is, Father, it was right there, the word. This child is being limited in his breath because they don't want him to breathe in Yahweh. They don't want him to breathe in you, Father. So we break that chain. And any that demon that's in there, you are cast out. You have no more authority here, and we rebuke you 100% of this child. You leave this child alone, and you leave now. And you know the consequences if you dwell. This child is now off limits, and he can breathe freely. And, Father, we just breathe in the freeness and beauty of him of your name into him. And as he breathes that in, restoration from head to toe and toe to feet, or toe to head, all of this restores his lungs into the perfection of the beauty of as they were born into this world. And all demonic activity is broken off and cast out. And this anointing of this child is now preserved. Now, Father, we ask humbly that you place war angels around this child and healing angels around this child to lift him up, to heal him, and to restore him, for he is also the, the key to healing this family. So, Father, we lift this family up and pray into this family and pray into this child and just ask for the miracles and the glory of all that you are, Father, to flow in and to make themselves revealed. Father, we, this is our mission. We are the warrior healers. 
And we just ask that these the anointings continue to flow upon us, the strength continues to flow upon us, and that we feel the mightiness of heaven flow through us in our prayers and in our actions and to literally lift up the mightiness of all that you are, the glory of all that you are through our hearts, through which we stand here humbly before you to push the healing and the, and the restoration and the deliverance into this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So we've had some good discussions in the last few shows this week, um, actually all week. Um, in every show, we've had good discussions that are ultimately leading us all towards a place of deliverance. And, I, and, and I'm just going to talk to that a little bit because there's a lot of different ways deliverance is viewed. Obviously, a lot of people... I've had enough issues with people rejecting deliverance lately. <laughs> you can tell how that much that impacts me. I'm like, oh, okay. And what, literally what's happening here is that the, the dead stone wall church that many people have grown up with is being torn down. God is tearing it down. And the metaphor is really what happened in Kentucky. And it's important because that church, quote unquote, had no walls. He wasn't limiting God. God was in the world and in us. And the Holy Spirit was flowing through there in Flemingsburg. It was incredible. It's powerful. And we all felt it. Everybody was touched. But that didn't just extend to the event of people there. It extended online. That same experience happened when Michelle Lee and I were together. And the same experience happened in Yuba City. And it's happening now here on this platform. The Holy Spirit is moving through the various domains. And it's touching people's hearts. And it's unsettling things. And what that is at the, at, about at the core is delivering people from the chains and bondage of a system that they have become accustomed to and not realizing how bound they are. I'm going to speak for myself, but I can speak in, without naming people. I can speak to the many other things that are happening right now with people that are literally setting them free. And it's an unsettling experience to go through, but it's wonderful on the other side. This is where there's many things that we say to ourselves, and, and now I've even become aware of this, which is stunning, that there are churches out there that have told people, you can't forgive yourself. That's not biblical. I don't know what that's about. That's ridiculous. Because apparently Jesus forgave us, and therefore we, we don't need to forgive or can't forgive ourselves. That's nonsense. Jesus heals everything. Start there. And, I, and this is the problem that doctrinal churches are having right now, is they have created a doctrine of defeat. It's a defeated Christianity, and it's a guilt-ridden Christianity, and it's an un, I'm an unworthy Christianity, and it's nonsense. I hate this preaching. I can't stand it from the pulpit. It's a broken pulpit. It's like I call it a skinny jean pulpit, dead stone walls, and marshmallow pews. They're creating, they're shepherding people into the trap of the deep state, and people are not prepared for what is coming. We have been given victory. Jesus gave us victory on Calvary. He gave us victory on the cross. We have to fight to bring that victory into the world, and we continue to do that until the day that he comes back. It doesn't change. But the defeatist attitude of most churches is that we are trying to wait for victory to come, and so we simply wait and pray and hope that he comes and brings us salvation. That is like the dumbest thing I can ever imagine. Why would God create us, create us to sit on our tail and wait for him to save us? We were given free will. We were given the need to step into this world and to choose whom we serve. 
And as we choose whom we serve, that does not mean you become inactive, passive, and roll over on your back and act like a dead cockroach. It just doesn't happen. And unfortunately, that attitude is, has been pervasive in the church. And you can see it in, in very strong indicators. When a church now starts flying a LGBTQ flag in their front saying, we're all about love and unity, they have walked away scripturally from anything grounding of who they are. Christ didn't say, welcome all of those that are sexually perverted and bring them into your church and, and change your doctrine to embrace them. That is not what is said. We can pray for them. We can love them. But we definitely have to acknowledge that their lifestyle is a sin. And whether those in that community like to hear it, sorry, you're, you're living in sin. So we'll pray for you. And we'll pray that a lot of what is really driving you, and we can see it, is the demonic, and you're unable to set it free. It's not genetic. It's not chemical. It's demonic. And so we can pray against that we, and pray for that, that you break. But what, trying to change the doctrine to try to suggest that somehow Jesus is going to say like, hey, cool, guys, you're gay, you're lesbian, you're, you're a gender transitional nightmare, whatever you are. No, that's not doctrinal. And we have to have the strength and fortitude to step into that place and say enough is enough. That's part of the walk that I'm here with and Mars Nation has always been about is to speak truth to power. And in that case, speak truth and stand on the rock of faith. Two pillars, knowledge and faith. I've said that from the very beginning. It doesn't change. And it's a very powerful moment. So what is deliverance doing for us? It's breaking our bonds of the things of the past that we thought many times think we're being honest with God about. But it's getting into the deep places where we've never stood before the throne and been naked and vulnerable and transparent. And some of those things are very difficult. And as we speak them into the world, and we speak them in prayer into the world and speak them in humility before Jesus and we repent and we ask for the forgiveness on those things, those wounds are healed and released. But to release them, it's easier to look at it like this. And I've been using this metaphor recently, is that these are like spiritual tumors that have grown up within us. And as we speak that into the world, these tumors are rupturing out of us and pulling out of us. And it's painful. And many times it... and What's around that is an is a demonic energy that is going to try, and sometimes true demonic spirits that are going to do everything it can to prevent you from speaking that truth because this demonic world understands that as we step into our freedom, we reclaim our authority as the kings and queens of this earth, as the true authority who have ruler power over this earth. We are the stewards, and the demonic is fearful of that. And so they're going to attack and they're going to attack hard. So that's where the process as we get into deliverance really starts to work hard and puts pressure on us to step in and have the faith in Jesus. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus the whole time because it does get a little rocky, but he is the way. And that is so critical, not just in death, but in the process of deliverance as well. It's interesting because I woke up this morning with a number of messages of things, people like, let's go slay some demons. And I started laughing. This was literally at 5 a.m. this morning. And I started laughing and I'm like, this is so amazing because we are now taking the war to the demonic. And this is exactly what they're afraid of. Remember, this war begins in principalities beyond our reach. This begins in the heavenly realms. This is a war that we can wage and we wage it through the greatest offensive weapon we have ever, any, anybody's ever been given. And that's prayer. And as we wage into that with the authorities and declarations that we have, we start tearing down and destroying fortresses, not just strongholds, but fortresses. 
That sort of authority in kingdom is not something you have to go plead a father about. We have to declare it and step into that authority. That's part of the awakening of the sons of God. And as we step into that authority, we declare healing. We declare authorities over strongholds. We tear down fortresses. Those wars that we wage in a spiritual realm have an effect in the physical. And the more that we become attuned to that, the more that the demons are going to fight back because this is losing their whole base of power. And that's at the core of everything. That's what they fear the most is that as we awaken, they lose everything. And not just lose everything, but they also face the ultimate demise, which is having to face their master in the lake of fire. So I'm like, hey, enjoy your ride, people, because not people, demons, because this is truly truly a different world now as the children of the Most High stand up and awaken. But in the end of the day, as we start to look at the world through this optic, and this is me saying to this, this is the first guy in the line will tell you a pedophile, for example, needs a millstone around his neck, which I don't disagree with. But here's my point. Even the pedophile, I just, this almost makes me difficult to say, but I want you to hear this. The judgment and justice that goes upon someone who has harmed the little ones does not does not remove our need to try to bring them to salvation. That's the biggest step. So I go to the example of Jeffrey Dahmer, horrific crimes that he did, but in the end he accepted Christ. I don't know what that looks like in heaven, but what I know is that even to the end, he can accept Christ and be forgiven. That does not excuse him for his crimes. It has to be so clear. Because that's setting in judgment and that's in God's hands. But our mission is to continue to break the bonds of these demonic elements to free people and set them free into the body of Christ. That doesn't mean I'm having him over for dinner. doesn't mean I'm going to be even talking to this individual. But getting them to come to Jesus is part of the greater power. And I'm going to highlight this as I close today. And it's important. We are dealing with an unbelievable level of demonic attack in this nation. It's hitting our children. It's flooding across the border. It's in our government. It's in our corporate boardrooms. It's in our law systems. Everything you're witnessing, it's in our schools. Everything you're witnessing is a demonic attack that's taking seat and root in people that do not have a relationship with Christ. The crimes that these people are conducting are real. Problem we're going to have a hard time with if we don't start stepping into the understanding of our mission of love thy brother and to truly free them and put them into the body of Christ is we're going to continue to look as the flesh as the evil and not realize that there is demonic influences there driving this individual. God has always said that he will bring justice and it is by his hand that judgment will be delivered. We have to have the understanding that our biggest mission in this fight is to be healing warriors. We have to get to these people as much as we can. And the more that we can rip away the demonic influence to allow these people to be set free. I'm not going to say to somebody who's like giving a kid a bunch of shots that, oh, this is it, your ticket, you're out here, no problem. They still have accountability for actions. But I will do all I can to get that agent of terror released from the demonic influences and brought to Jesus because every time we do that, we weaken the enemy's camp. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do here is we're trying to get in and destroy the enemy's ability to use the weakened hearts and minds against us to free God's children and let God deal with that justice and keep moving, not getting anchored on one thing, but getting to where we can free people, bring them to Christ, 
using these tools that we have in warfare, spiritual warfare, and in deliverance to free them and to ultimately free ourselves, keep ourselves free and help others to become free. That's the ultimate goal. And as we work that on the broadest of spectrums, the incredible force of kingdom works with us and through us and the need for the sword of the steel diminishes and the mighty power of the sword of the spirit is lifted up and we get to witness it in our lives. Well, Patriots, again, for those of you that are trying to get on live chat this morning, sorry for all the complications. We're working on it. I'll keep you posted. But anyway, we did have a good conversation. Hopefully enjoyed it. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bart's FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.